0: Just a quick note here from future Aussie Prepper, I own an Android phone, so I'm not sure which one of the following apps are also available on the iStore, so you might have to have a look around and try and find an equivalent, and there may be something completely different, and there might be the exact same one, I cannot say. Anyway, let's get started with the episode. G'day everyone, Aussie here and welcome back to the podcast. Today is episode 19, almost at the big 2-0, how about that? Moving along nicely here. Today we're going to be talking about mobile phone apps and I've got a few that I quite like but I'd also like to know what, you, what ones you guys use. So I've broken down the apps on my phone into two sort of separate groups, the first one is primarily sort of everyday and preparedness, whereas the second part is kind of less preparedness, but still quite useful for anyone who is a prepper. But let's jump straight into these. The first one on my list in no particular order, apart from maybe the ones that I found listed on my phone, is the BOM weather app or Bureau of Meteorology. I should point out at this point that this list of apps, some of them are Australia-specific and even state-specific, so you might need to find a version that is more appropriate for you. The BOM Weather App is Australia's number one weather app, and it gives me things like, the obviously, the forecast for the day, things like the current temperature and uh, weather conditions. It also gives me this really handy rain radar down the very bottom. If you scroll down to the bottom of the app, you can get a radar showing you the rain coming in, and it's really interesting to watch sometimes. Where I live, the rain often, heavy storms often split and go either side of us. We're in quite a, I think, handy geographical position here. Uh, next up is air visual this one's actually was really important last year or actually would have been 20 end of 2019 start of 2020 we had some some really bad bushfires in the eastern part of victoria and the smoke was blowing over our way quite a lot and it was quite bad and air visual allowed me to see with some visualizations funnily enough of um, how good or bad the air quality was for that day AirVisual is also an app you could use in any country. You can actually scroll around the world and see what the air quality is like in different parts of the world too. Next on my list is the uh, Australia Topo Maps. And I should point out I will provide a list of these uh, so you can get the spelling right. I was thinking for the video that I would um, find the icon for each one and show who the distributor is as well. That's important information. But Australia Topo Maps has lots of uh, free maps available, uh, including topographical maps. So it shows you the height of things. That's a really good way to work out uh, how big a hill is or how far down something goes. It has lots of free maps and it has some pro features as well. So you can pay for additional maps, all sorts of different ones. It was very hard for me to find topographical maps. So I really quite like that one. The next one is the Compass Galaxy. Uh, It works with no permissions, which is really important. You get some compass apps that want to know your location and have access to your camera and your contacts. No, 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 do not do. Next up is My Remedy, all one word. Uh, This is the free version of My Remedy. I believe there's a pro version. Uh, With the free version, I'm still able to look up different plants and see what they are good for. You can also look up a particular condition, like stomach upset or something like that, and it'll show you what you should be using. Up next is a survival manual. I'm sure there's plenty out there, so I will have to link to the specific one that I use, but it has all sorts of information about how to purify water, how to treat wounds, uh, how to tell what weather conditions are going on, uh, all sorts of things. A really in-depth guide to building shelter and everything. Just a handy one to have on your phone. Uh, Next one is a copy of The Art of War. One I found also has two different uh, audio versions of it as well, so you can listen to it. And it has speed controls, which are also important for my audio. I like to listen to things a bit faster than usual. Next on my list is unit converter. Sometimes, particularly when you're getting things from America and they say it's so many ounces, I want to know what that is equivalent in Australian. Is that fluid ounces or is that you know pounds and ounces? And It's really confusing, so having a unit converter is very handy. UV Lens is the next one on my list. Uh, this one's a good one in Australia. We have quite, well, many other places have quite strong sun as well, but I like to keep an eye on what parts of the day are best to go out. Uh, it can also be good to get some sun during the times of the year when you're not um, out as much, and you can actually see when's the ideal time to be outside, when it, when it's safe to be exposing yourself to some sun. Uh, Vic Emergency, this one's definitely very specific to my state of Victoria here in Australia. I believe there would be a version for each of the different states. And basically it just shows you when an emergency service is called. Now, Not so much the police, but if there's a fire or some sort of accident, then that'll pop up on the map. You can see right down to the to the, to the house that has being called at. And I can actually um, confirm that because I've reported seeing smoke rising from my house and I called the, the fire brigade and... Um, then I saw it appear on my phone, which is really cool to really confirm that. Another one that's Victoria specific is Vic Traffic. Once again, fine one for your state, but I can see roadworks, I can see accidents, I can see all sorts of closures and stuff. That's a handy one when trying to plan trips. The next one I've installed, but I haven't played with yet. It's called Bridgeify. And the idea behind it is that if the mobile communications went down, so, if there was no internet, if there was no mobile towers, if everyone in my family was to have Bridgify installed on their device, I'm going to have to get them to do it too, then you can use Bluetooth to communicate with someone within 100 meters, I think it is, which isn't a huge distance, but if you had a few people in relay or in a small area, perhaps you were at an event or something and the communications went down, you might have a way to communicate. Uh, Radio Australia, want to play around a little bit? You can use mobile internet or you wi-fi at home to be able to tune in to different uh, radio stations within australia along that same idea radio garden is one that lets you do that but for radio stations around the world so that one can be quite interesting so you can tune into different radio stations being broadcasted on the other side of the world so i have tried to tune into a few different american ones just to have a listen what's going on and it's quite interesting uh, Broadcastify, I've not tested properly yet. The idea with Broadcastify is that you can tune into emergency services radios. Now, I've not gotten it to work yet. I've not spent enough time with it, but I thought I'd mention it anyway. So that's my list of actual preparedness-related ones. And you could say BOM, you know, it's a day-to-day slash preparedness one. Being able to see what weather's coming is good. Uh, some of these next ones are less prepper-related, but I still think they're important, definitely more on a techy side of things. I've got two different note-taking uh, apps here. We have ColorNote, which is good because it is completely offline. You can actually set up, I think, just added recently to have an account. but i actually like the fact that it's not connected to anything else, just notes I, I keep on my phone. I often use of things like shopping lists and to-do lists, which I don't necessarily need synchronized across different places. The other note-taking one is a bit more powerful. It's called Standard Note. Once again, both of these are free, so you know, pretty cool. Standard Note has the advantage of being a completely encrypted, zero-knowledge provider, which means that even the people at Standard Note don't know what's in your notes. Uh, and you can have it synchronized uh, via the internet, so you can have Standard Note installed on your computer, you can access it via a browser, and you can have it on your phone, and any notes you add in one place will be available everywhere. The browser that I use in my phone for browsing the internet is DuckDuckGo, Funny name, great product though. It's very privacy focused, so it protects you from um, cookies and being tracked around the internet. One I don't have in my list here that I should have put, I don't think I've currently got it installed, but is uh, some sort of Tor Onion Router, which I think we'll have to go into a bit more detail in the video, because that's a bit more complicated. That's another good way of um, obfuscating or hiding your location or identity. So if you were under some sort of surveillance, that would be the kind of thing you'd want to... Just to help you remain a bit more anonymous. Two different communication apps listed here. We have Signal and Telegram. Signal is kind of a replacement for your SMS protocol on your phone. So rather than using the phone, whether it's Samsung or um, iTunes, no iTunes, whether it's a Samsung or a Motorola or Nokia, they often have their own built-in SMS platform. So installing Signal will actually replace that. Not replace it, but it sort of says, well, you want to use this one instead? And you say yes. If you are communicating with other people who are using Signal, that'll actually create a secure connection and you'll be communicating privately. Telegram is a chat program, much like Messenger, but this one is, once again, secure and private. Uh, you can even set up a chat between people that is encrypted and will actually delete itself after a certain amount of time whether that be 30 seconds or 30 minutes or whatever you want to set so that one's quite handy too this next one's been really handy unfortunately it doesn't work on my phone anymore i think there's some sort of update that's broken it but call recorder pro and i actually paid for the pro version because it was really good Uh, i received a few abusive phone calls in my time and having this one Um, there to record the calls is very handy it's also handy when someone says oh i need you to send me an email to my address and i like yep i'm ready to write it down don't want to tell them not recording my call Uh, and then they can just say the email address and i'll come back and listen to that playback of the call being recorded definitely play around that one before you need it to make sure it works properly Uh, the next few are just sort of a bit more uh, entertainment focused we have smart audiobook player we have a few audiobooks on my Phone that I like to listen to. Got the whole Lord of the Rings saga there. Uh, That's much easier to listen to than it is to read. And a few other books. And they're good for when you're not listening to podcasts, which we'll come to in a moment, uh, when you're doing things like washing the dishes or walking the dogs. Uh, Up next is voice recorder. It basically turns your phone into like a dictaphone. Uh, It's good for meetings. I like to set that up when I'm going in for an appointment or a meeting and I can go back only for my own... um, Reference, so I can go back and say, well, what did they say? Hang on. Well, how many of those things did they say? That's very handy. Uh, Down to the last few here now. White Noise is a really interesting app that is, once again, free. And it gives you many different options for creating different noises, whether it's the sound of a a fan running, rain, thunder, uh, heavy traffic, um, people in a crowd. You can create all sorts of different soundscapes and combine them together. I find this one's handy if I need to sleep during the day. I put my earbuds in and I put this on just to block out some noise. It's actually called white noise because it has several different noise profiles, I guess you'd call them. So there's white noise, there's brown noise, there's pink noise, uh, all different frequencies. So they can be really handy if you need some uh, background noise. Second last on the list is Podcast Addict, my preferred podcast streaming service. There are quite a few different ones out there. Uh, Podcast Bean, and I can't think of the other names off the top of my head. Uh, Podcast Addict was the one that I found, and I've enjoyed it quite a lot. It has really good controls over the speed and playlists and stuff, so I'm quite happy with that one. And last on my list is Spotify. I don't use it as much these days. I'm more often listening to podcasts than music, but when I'm actually working and writing documentation, I'll have Spotify playing some uh, music. I like to listen to music when I'm working that does not have lyrics, so I've got a couple of different playlists, classical music and some other music all without any lyrics so i have quite a few other apps on my phone but those are the main ones i wanted to talk about i've been interested to find out what you guys use if you've used uh bridgeify or what was the other one uh broadcastify people like to add file on the end of things it seems uh, i'd be really interested to hear your experiences with them and any other apps that you think that i should add to my arsenal for my phone so that's all for today So until next time, and as always, if you can't be the grey man, be the big man. See you!